You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today burns up the screen as Firestorm on The Flash. He's kind of woofed it up as Fred in a couple of Scooby-Doo movies. And he won Teenage Girl Hearts in the charming movie, The Duff. But he's here today showing his multi-acting range to discuss his role as a Marine with a military working dog in the must-see movie called Max. Everybody, give pause and applause. You know who I'm talking about, the very talented Robbie Amell. Hey, welcome to the show, Robbie. Hi, thank you for having me. All right, man. You've worked with the famous Scooby-Doo. That was yeah, a call of a great Dane. I mean, talk about range. Now you got to work with a very serious canine actor, a Belgian Malinois named Max. Yeah. Tell us the difference. Scooby-Doo, Max. Oh, man. Well, one can talk. <laughs> So that was, <laughs> and uh, one's got a really big appetite. <laughs> no, working with these, there were five dogs on Max, and okay. um, they were unbelievable. Some of them were trained for stunt fighting and the more of the agility and action side of things. The one I worked with closely was Carlos, who was kind of all around, and um, they trained him to stop on marks, and uh, he was really unbelievable. And we got pretty close on the two weeks I was filming. He was a really special dog, but it's. It's just unbelievable what these, these dogs can be trained to do. I screwed up more takes than Carlos did. <laughs> you know what? But he's probably such a gentleman that he didn't even say anything. He didn't even, you, you know, know, maybe prank you in your trailer or anything, yeah. right? Didn't leave you a little Malinois present in your... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you have any pets? I mean, what do you think about this breed? It's a beautiful dog. and you know, everybody, oh, It's like an upgrade of a German Shepherd. Now I'm going to get all the German Shepherd people on it. But the, there's something about the Belgian Malinois that people are just gravitating to now, not only in the military, dog. but elsewhere. Very beautiful, very smart, very loyal. I have two dogs myself. My fiance and I have a five-pound Maltese and a four-pound Shih Tzu Poodle. So it was a little different than my dogs at home. What are their names? Boo and Daisy. Boo and Daisy? Yeah. So Boo and Daisy combine probably weigh about the size of Max's head, right? Yes, exactly. Okay, all right. And, and who runs the household? Boo and Daisy, I'm assuming? Oh, no. They're lazy. They don't do anything. They're so oh. small. They're just cute. That's all. That, and Daisy just wants to play fetch all day long. Oh, that's okay. But doesn't that kind of, you come home, you've just done a, a movie like Max, or we're going to talk a little bit about Kevin Spacey in a second. But, sure. you know, what do you think when you come home? You got some genuine love coming at you. They're not just like groupies or paparazzi. No, or pap- they're really special, beautiful dogs. You know, even people who don't like small dogs meet, meet Boo and Daisy, and they're like, oh, my goodness, I love these dogs. <laughs> Boo is just all about attention. Whoever wants to have a dog sit on their lap and shower them with love, Boo's your girl. And nice. Daisy will do that, but then she'll walk her ball over to you and be like, okay, I gave you love, throw my ball. 
All right. Well, tell us a little bit about the movie Max, and you got a pretty good lineup of uh, two leggers in there. You got Lauren Graham, and just give a shout out to what brought you to that movie, and if you could oh, be the pitch person for all of us to line up at the theater, why should we go see Max? Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, Boaz, the team who directed it, directed Remember the Titans. Right. He's so good at making a like a charming, heartfelt family movie without letting it get cheesy. He's He's so good at riding that fine line. And, um, you know, this is it's a special story, and uh, it's loosely based on a few different true stories. And these dogs really do go through, you know, some PTSD after coming home from doing their service. And, uh, you know, it's nice to get the awareness out there. And not only that, I mean, they, they did a really good job with this movie. My character, Kyle, is serving in Afghanistan, and I got to work alongside 10 active duty military, some Marines, some Army, and they kept us true to form, which was great. They, you know, they spent time with the other actor, Luke and I, just uh, making sure that we, you know, we were doing them justice, which is what we wanted. You never want to be, you know, the person that could be spotted as the actor in a group of (laughs) of badasses. And, um, you know, working with them was incredible. Working with Boaz was amazing. And Josh Wiggins, who's the young lead, he is fantastic in this movie. He's really great. And it's this amazing coming-of-age story about, a, you know, a kid coming to terms with his brother's death and learning about him and getting closer to his family through his brother's dog. You spoke of Josh, and he plays Justin, and you're his older brother, Kyle, correct? Yes. Okay. And did you go to Camp Pendleton? Is that where you did some of your uh, research? No, we uh, we shot in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Uh, they, they turned a, a rock quarry into fake Afghanistan. And oh, my gosh. We shot in July. It was 104 degrees, and um, they had 10 servicemen, active duty, just home on leave, hanging with us and, and being part of our squad and keeping us true to form, and, and um, they were great. They spent time with us showing how we would, you know, just when we were on patrol, how we would be walking, how we would snap to attention with our gun. They were great. They went above and beyond for us, which was Fantastic. You come from Canada, eh? Yeah, I do. I'm born and raised in Toronto. <laughs> That's but cool. I actually That's... live in Burbank. You do? All right. Yeah. Land of the game yeah. show yeah. sites, right? Yeah, but your mom kind of saw some in you, I guess, when you were just a little, just a young, young Robbie at age six, that she kind of signed, got you an agent. So what was it going on? At, you must have had movie magic in you at age six. No, I had commercial and print work magic in me at age six. She just okay. <laughs> she put my sister and I into commercials and, and little modeling print work for Zeller's magazines and Sears magazines and stuff. It was really just to start building, you know, some savings for college and for dental work, you know, if we needed retainers or braces or anything. That sounds so sexy. You know, here you are, right? About <laughs> <Exactly>. retainers. <laughs> but you were a jock. You, you like sports, correct? I did. I, you know, I grew up playing hockey, and uh, I was playing hockey pretty competitively seven days a week, so I didn't have time for auditions anymore. And then out of the blue, the summer before 11th grade, my agent called with a movie audition for Cheaper by the Dozen 2, which I ended up booking, and it was my first movie, and I, I shot for two months, and I called my hockey coach, and I quit. And uh, I got into on-camera classes, and I booked a TV show called Life with Derek, which shot in Toronto. Wow. And uh, I got my visa, and I decided to move to L.A. straight out of high school. I, I figured I could, you know, if it didn't work out, I could come back and go to school. And uh, luckily, it's been, it's been going pretty well, so I've been in L.A. for eight years now. That's pretty amazing. You went one for one. Audition call, got the job. That's yeah. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You it got was, some karma, good karma uh, around you, don't you think? <laughs> it was life-changing, that's for sure. 
So because you do a lot on TV and in the movies, I mean, tell us about, you know, because we've got a lot of fans on the CW, on the Flash. So can you tell us a little bit about Firestorm, your character? Because he's, he's kind of a wicked dude. Oh, it's so much fun. I mean, the visual effects are really incredible, and it's, it's fun to be a part of a show that, you know, can be done the way it is now because visual effects have come so far. You know, this ten years ago, it, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked on TV. You know, it would have been too cheesy. But now it, it can look really good. And working alongside Victor Garber, getting to play, you know, his other half is is right. really awesome. Especially being a Canadian, you know, Victor <laughs> Victor is Canadian royalty, Canadian acting royalty. So getting to work with him is is incredible. And and now I'm working with Jennifer Garner, who was uh, is very close to Victor. So I'm doing the Victor Garber uh, round. Nice, nice. Yes, I remember that connection. And I did talk now, we've been talking a little bit about great dogs you've worked with. You're going to get a little catty with Kevin Spacey, I understand. I am. I'm working on a movie called Nine Lives in Montreal right now where uh, Christopher Walken turns Kevin Spacey into a cat. Of course he does. Such a wild, weird, out there comedy, but uh, it's a lot of fun. I think the movie's going to be pretty special. Barry Sonnenfeld, who directed the Men in Black trilogy, is, is directing and it's very fun. I'm having a blast on it. Do you actually binge on Kevin Spacey's House, House of, of Cards, Cards or not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan. I, I told him that. And I'm actually a huge fan of K-Pax. I love oh, that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, remember and that. I, I remember I, that. I told him that, and he thought that was pretty funny. But um, it was great. I got to spend... Um, Spend the last month with Kevin working and shooting and just learning a, a lot from him. I just, I just got to, you know, I just tried to absorb a, as much information as I could. This guy, you know, he's, he's had such an incredible career. And you could argue that, you know, he's at his peak of his career right now. And, you know, that's from a guy who had, a, you know, who's won an Oscar. So it's pretty unbelievable to be working alongside him. And with your movie that you're starring in, in Max, there is a parenthood parallel connection i know because of the duff and also yeah. because of max so why don't you share that with our listeners yeah when when we were shooting the duff i turned to may and i was like by the way i'm lauren graham's playing my mom in my next movie and she couldn't believe it and so she texted her and may of course plays her daughter on parenthood and uh, they were shooting my funeral scene in max and um lauren texted back a picture of the pamphlet like the um that they were handing out at my funeral. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's a little too much for me. I don't think I need to be looking at that. Yeah, but it is kind of, it's a small family, the movie world, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. LA is the smallest big city on the planet. All right. So we're talking everybody with Robbie and Mel. You guys know him everywhere. He's everywhere. You are having a banner 2015, and I hope it just oh, keeps going. You. But this sounds like Max is a movie that you really, really, really support on all fronts. I do, for sure. I'm, I'm really proud of the movie. I'm happy to be a part of it. I have so much respect for our, our servicemen and women, so getting to play a Marine was really special for me. It was a highlight. And um, getting to meet such unbelievable people and, and learn about these you know, incredible dogs and the stories that go along with, with this movie. So I'm really proud of it. All right. And uh, anything you want to talk about Thomas Hayden Church? Because I loved him in Sideways. He plays your dad, He's I awesome. guess. <laughs> I know. I wish I got to have more scenes with him. So hopefully on another project. Now, I was Googling you, and that's good and bad sometimes, but what the <laughs> heck? How did you get the nickname Hollywood Picky? Uh, well, I, my hockey buddies used to call me Hollywood after I booked my first movie just as a joke. But uh, I got the, the nickname Picky because when I was a kid, I was a really picky eater. I was, a, <laughs> I was picky about everything. So, um, 
my friends used to call me Picky, but uh, neither of them really stuck. Those are more just kind of IMDb nicknames, but um, the Picky was pretty funny. I That one was more of a, a shot at me being a really, really picky eater when I was young. All right. Do you ever sleep? That's the last question, I guess. I mean, dude, you're everywhere. Yeah, you're everywhere. And you got Daisy making you fetch. You got Lap Lover with Boo. I mean, where do you find time to have a little Robbie Amell time? You know, I I like to golf. I play a little golf once in a while. Um, My fiancé and I, we like to hike. We go, there's a little trail near us in Burbank. But, uh, you know, you can always, I have the best job in the world. So I don't want too much free time on my hands. If I have too much free time, it means I'm unemployed. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I wish you much success with the movie, Max, and all the other projects that you're working on. Again, I thank you very much for being a guest on our show, and I wish you much success and give a nice, healthy treat to Boo and Daisy from my dogs, Chipper and Cleo. You got it. All Thanks right. for talking. Take care. Bye. Hey, everybody, we're going to learn more about what Robbie Amell is up to, not only in the movie Max, but a ton of other projects. But we have to pay for the show, so you guys know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Holy hound dog! Hi, this is Burt Ward. And you're listening to the OB Cave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. Listen every week, same pet time, same pet channel. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OB Here's Arden. Welcome back to the OBA show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I am super, super, super delighted that our special guest today is actor Robbie Amell, and he's currently playing in the must-see new movie called Max, and he plays Kyle Wincott, a Marine who is paired up with a military working dog named Max. I really am excited that we've had Robbie Amell on our show. As we've mentioned, he is one of the stars on the new movie called Max. It comes from you from Warner Brothers and Metro Golden Mayer Pictures. It's directed and produced and co-written by Boys Yakin. You know him. Remember the Titans? He was from there. So let me tell you a little bit more about this movie, Max. And if you want to learn more too, I urge you to please go to max-themovie.com and you're going to see some really cool clips and some things about this amazing, well, it's not just one, but as Rabia said, there's a pack of dogs. They're called Belgian Malinois. They are like uh, German shepherds. They're super 
super smart, super good looking. And there's a handful of them that take on collectively the title role of Max. Max is a MWD. That's military working dog. And the story takes place with Max being on the front lines, looking and sniffing out explosive and firearms for his Marine teammate, played by Robbie Amell. The teammate, his name is Kyle. And something happens, but Max just like some military two-leggers, suffers post-traumatic stress disorder, and he is sent stateside. And then the movie continues. Now, check out the lineup in this movie. The movie of Max stars, you ready for it? One of my favorite actresses, Lauren Graham. She's most recently of the TV series Parenthood. There's Josh Wiggins. Remember Hellion? He's in it. And a great character actor, Thomas Hayden Church. Just say sideways. Remember that movie? He's also in it. So I want you to check out the movie. Let me tell you a little bit about some of the scenes. They're branding Max as he's a best friend, he's a hero, and he's a Marine. And the producer, Bose Yakin, said, and I love this, quote, when people connect with an animal, there's a primal bond that often goes beyond what we experience with other people. And he said, this is what inspired him to make this movie. And he's also a dog-loving guy. He said he wanted to tell a story that was emotional and heightened, but kept it rooted in reality. So I think he's doing that job quite well. To make this movie as authentic as possible, the producers turned to Marines, real Marines, to be able to make sure that the actors portrayed them accurately. And one of them that served as a military advisor is a retired Marine Corps major named Rich Bourgois. And he wrote this. I love it. He said, I served a tour in Iraq and I've seen some dogs work. There's a bond that the handlers have with their dogs that's second to none because they're with each other 24-7 and they know what makes each other tick. They know what mood each one is in if they're nervous or if they're relaxed and you need to have that mix. So when there's danger in the area, you can tell just by looking at the dog, the way he stands, the way he's breathing, the way he's looking. The dogs in Max, he continues, are the same kind of dogs and true to form. They're highly trained. They don't whine. These Malinois work hard and their handlers work hard with them. I was impressed. That's quite a bold statement from a military man like him. All right, guys, enough about me yapping about the movie Max. This is the most important thing you want to know. The movie opens in theaters all over the place on June 26. It's brought to you by Warner Brothers Pictures and Metro Golden Mayor Pictures. It is a movie you must see with your family. And when you get home, promise, just promise me that you'll look at your dog with loving eyes, give your dog a wonderful heartfelt hug, and salute your dog for bringing out the best in you. At this time, I want to again thank our special guest, Robbie Amell, for being on our show, my producer, Mark Winner, who makes this show and every other show on Pet Life Radio, Top Dogs in Pet Radio. We are the top dog in Pet Radio. So go to PetLifeRadio.com after the show and check out some of the other great shows by other great hosts. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. All behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. 
From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.